Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So, the Rock, how about the Rockets winning uh, an in-season tournament game against Denver? Yeah. Denver was supposed to run away with this thing. Were they? Yes. In-season tournament? Yeah. You know how much they cared about it. They told they told Jamal Murray to sit down for the entire month. So, I'm not sure the defending NBA champions care that much about it. But, yeah, the Rockets got another win at home, a dominated win. Their defense continues to be what carries them. 105, what they scored is not a big amount in the NBA, but they held Denver to 26. The only person who, who appeared to care was Jokic. He goes for 38-19. The only other nugget in double figures was Michael Porter with Michael Porter Jr. to 14. The Rockets defense, particularly, well, anywhere really, but particularly at home, uh, they shut teams down. And uh, another good win for them, bounce, bouncing back after that that tough road trip. Now 8-6. and six. Uh they eventually have to go back on the road, so we'll see if they can finally get one. But eight and six, good for them to come back off that after that three game streak of kind of being a slump buster for the the Lakers, the Clippers, and and the Warriors, and getting a win at last couple wins at home. Beat the Grizzlies uh, before we went on vacation for a couple of days for Thanksgiving, and then beat the Nuggets on Friday. So the Pellies are three and one. The Rockets are two and one. The Nuggets are two and two. Mavs one and two, Clippers one and three. So if the the Rockets actually play in Dallas here, and the Rockets will clinch it, I think this is what this says: the Rockets, uh, if Houston Houston clinches uh, Group B, if the following occurs: Houston victory. How about that? The Rockets will clinch the. I don't know how, though, because they could possibly lose another game. Well, they would have a win over the Pelicans. They got a win over the Pelicans. And they would have a win over Dallas and a win over the Nuggets. The only team they wouldn't have beaten was the Clippers? Yeah, they lost to the Clippers. The Clippers are one one and three, three, so the Clippers aren't catching them. They would have wins over everyone else, so I guess they'd win the tiebreakers in all those scenarios? Is that how it's going to play out? Yeah, but the Pellies could finish 4-1, and the Rockets could finish 3-2. and Yeah, so I'm not sure. Oh, no, there's only five teams. This is it. This is it. Yeah, there's only five teams. So so Rockets would hold the tiebreakers. The Rockets would hold the tiebreakers against the Pellies. They would win. Of all of the teams winning the in-season group, the Rockets had to be one of the biggest dogs. Coming into the year? Yeah. And you have the Clippers and the Mavs and the Nuggets? And the Nuggets! (laughs) I mean... And, And... Luca and Luca banged his finger on James Harden's knee, so he's not healthy. So bye. Uh, I'm not. Sh- bye, Bia. Now I saw where I saw a report, and it was weird because Luca said he there they they looked at it and it wasn't broken, and so we'll see. 
X has X-ray on hand, doesn't think it's broken. So it's not broken, but will they play him um, going forward because of the injury? So we'll see. The Clippers, I mean, not the Clippers, the uh, the Rockets may have a, a, a depleted Mavericks team when they try to go for the win and, Clint, and clinch the in-season tournament group win. How about that? Uh, if they lose, it's the Pellies. The Pellies clinch because they would be three and one. They're already uh, three and one. The Rockets would be two and two. Nuggets are two and two. They're out of it. Mavs would be two and two, and the Clippers finished one and three. So they, it's win, win, and they're in, or lose, and the Pellies are in. Yeah, they go to Dallas. Dallas will be at, will tomorrow be, night. Will be without Derek Lively. Uh, they're they're good young rookies. So already depleted a little bit, and if Luka doesn't play, I mean, Kyrie certainly can go for 50 and, ch- and change things, but real real shot for, I don't know how it would go. Will the Rockets be able to host a quarterfinal if you win the group? I th- is that how it works? Is it is that automatic, or is it depending on, like, scoring margin after you win the group? Because not everyone can host, and I think there are only two wild cards uh, per, yeah. per for, for it, so I, I'm not sure exactly how it works. But, yeah, a first step. I mean, Adam Silver did this because he he thought when he looked at international leagues and soccer that these in-season tournaments, whether it be the FA Cup or the or or they're they're different cups around the world, that it adds a bit of uh, excitement and changing the courts, no matter how garish and ugly some of them might be, is certainly a clue to let everyone know this game is different. This game means something. And I think it's worked. Um, as much of a joke as people made it out to be beforehand, I think it's been a good idea. And if you're a Rocket fan, um, the players are taking it seriously. I think that's what the biggest deal is. Yeah, Players around the league are taking it seriously. We've heard players, like Tyrese Halliburton was asked about it. He goes, he's one of the great young players in the league. He goes, I've never won anything on any level. This is why I'm, I care about this. This is a chance for me to win something. Plus, you get a couple extra games in Las Vegas. Are you yeah. going to Vegas with the Rockets make it? Or is the... Is the Station paying for me to go to No, Vegas? you're going. Let's go. I'm not. We don't have Ryan, a. Do, are we going? Do we have a Rockets reporter? We, we do. don't. Ooh. You. You can become our new Rockets reporter. No one's paying me okay. to be the Rockets reporter. No, no, no. It's part of, it's, it's, uh, it's part of the what? to your, your duties here. Why don't you add it to okay. your duties? And we're going to Vegas. You're, Let's go. Me and Dell. We, we'll have. Stop trying to but get We can us only on. get one room. You're going to leave Lance here? It's so weird about it. so weird. This joke you like. Either we're either we're under a blanket or, or there's one room that we have to share in Vegas to watch the Rockets and in season tournament. <laughs> uh, this is true. Are we sure that uh, Jack Easterby isn't in Carolina trying to get McCown hired? McCown it was it's, is part of that staff. He is, and if if the Panthers like him as much as the Ooh. Texans like them, he probably will get that I hope job. There isn't stuff going on behind the scenes to get people fired. And why would gracious. that be so weird? Oh gosh. You talk about a cancer in an organization. Look at the organization now without Jack Easterby. Well, I don't, well, we don't we don't believe that Jack Easterby is actually part of the Carolina Panthers. No, no, just, but Josh McCown is. So I'm sure Jack's got his hands in there somewhere. I follow Jack on Twitter, and why? I don't know. I just do, and he's also, everything is just so corny. Yeah, and of every single tweet he puts out, somebody puts out how much they hate him, and. <laughs> Every single time. Every time. It's like, oh, my goodness. Look, there are some people, like when you're around football, um, whether you're a player on the staff, sometimes they ask you to throw footballs uh, for whatever reason. Look at this picture, Jack, holding the football and throwing it 
Is that not the most unathletic thing you've ever seen? Mm, it's not. Like, not. What's, as the team chaplain or whatever he was for the Patriots, why is he out there throwing footballs around? This is a picture from 2016 that I found. What's he doing out there throwing footballs around? Just stand on the sideline. Who's looking for that from him? Hey, nobody. Stop already, Jack. I'm so glad. My, this this organization is so much better. Ever since no, Hannah took over. No Jack, no Bill O'Brien. So, everything. Well, everything is better. It did take a couple of years. I mean, you had to sit through Cully and um. I don't even mind the Demico loss Ryan. yesterday. I don't even mind the loss yesterday. Yeah, because there's not this overbearing feeling of hopelessness anymore. No, no. And you know what? There, there's still a few players. Yeah, and they're, they're competitive. And, I mean, look, w- once you win as much as they have, expectations rise. And you think, okay, what can we accomplish? And some of the house money stuff goes out the window because you're like, wait a minute. We got a chance to make the playoffs now. So you stop. For, you start to forget that this was a team that – what was the over-under, like five and a half? Uh, six. Six? Was a, it was six, yeah. Okay, so uh, one more win. One, one more win and they beat it. You kind of forget that those were the expectations once you see the team and how they play. But you know what? That game, you're competitive. You can you can find reasons why you lost. Mostly you can blame the officials, and that always makes you feel better because it's not like your team lost. The officials screwed you. And the season will play out where you still have opportunities. We talked about it. You, got the, you still got, got to play the Colts. get to play the Broncos. You get to play the Browns, all teams you're competing with for a chance to win, to win a playoff spot. That's good for year one for your quarterback and for your head coach. I love that play by C.J., uh, the touchdown to Nico, he breaks out of the pocket, and there was room to run, but he keeps on looking downfield, hits Nico in stride, and touchdown. Yeah, we he talked about that. The balance was extending plays and actually running, and 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 in those a couple situations, the Tank Dell play too, where he extended that until he, Tank Dell came open. He he has a knack for extending plays and keeping his eyes down the field. You just hope, uh, obviously, if it's perfect, you find the balance between doing that and then running for a couple yards when you need them. But the guy, I mean, there's a there's a lot you can say about him, and the best thing you can say is he's he's that dude for the future. And uh, I don't – it's crazy because we talk about Frank Reich. They pick the quarterback who everyone thinks is going to be great, and Frank Reich's gone. He's gone. And C.J. Stroud had questions about him, about – even stuff he couldn't control, like, oh, he's an Ohio State quarterback, as if that's supposed to mean uh, it'll determine what he is as a player. And the Texans hit hit on something, and they can be set for the next 15 years. Hopefully. Uh, here's t- CJ. You know, we talked about this a little bit earlier, you know, throwing the ball downfield on the fourth down, on third and fourth down. You know, I, I, I blame that more on Slo- um, Bobby Slowick. <clears throat> They should have been running the ball, or CJ could have thrown something short to get that first down. Here he is talking about taking stuff that the defense has given him. I think I've taken stats from all the way from OTAs to training camp. Of like, you get so excited, you get the play call. Oh, damn, we got a shot! Like, I'm gonna do my best to make it work. But if it's not there, just being smart. Um, the, the worst thing you can do in this league is play behind the chain. So my job is to, even if it's not the best look against a certain play call, my job is to make Bobby always right, make this team always right, and. Um, whoever has the ball in their hand, and most of the time it's me, like, I'm really uh, feeding other people's family. Like, I can either lose them money or make them money. So I just try to be smart with that. Um, but it's a controlled aggression that I have. And for like today, I try to do my best with that. They took away uh, really all our deep shots and thought I did a good job of making plays and taking check downs and just playing the game honest. But we got to be better on third down if we're going to live like that. So uh, a lot of things that, that we need to work on and things like that. But uh, I'm enjoying the price of the game, and I'm, I'm not going to be bored by taking the check downs and stuff. Yeah, through 
what was he, 26 to 36, 304 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Passer rating over 115, 116, whatever Is it was. Is he now back into the MVP conversation? No, that belongs to Jalen Hurts now. It really does. Yeah. Even though he's not having a – probably – well, I don't know. I mean, he's just so good, and there's nothing – he's unflappable. I mean, he, the last two games he's played, he went into Kansas City and won, and they beat the – the Bills at home. The Bills aren't a great football team, but they're respected, and that was a game where nothing was going right for the Eagles offense early. Certainly, like a lot of these games, they turn into shootouts all of a sudden because just defenses wear down and you start getting to your best stuff, and he made a number of plays. And at this point, if we are if we have to give it to a quarterback, he's probably going to win it. The, the numbers aren't great as far as throwing the football, but they're 10-1 now. 11-1? Um, they, they haven't had their bye yet? Are they oh yeah, they had their bye. Okay, they they're, they're, they're ten and one. They're ten and one now, and now they have their schedule. Still, have to, have to go on the road to play the Cowboys. See how that goes. They have the Forty ers in Philly this week. Somehow, Philadelphia has found a way to get all their home game, all their big games at home. I mean, Dallas won as a divisional game, but they have the Dolphins at it's home. Big they, game. The, they got the Bills at home, not the Forty ers at home. So uh, they've had they have they they've been fortunate with that. If he wins that game and plays well, you can probably salt it away because. Tradition says they're not giving it to a non-quarterback, and if he's the quarterback of the team with the best record in football by by a game and a half now over the over the Ravens, he's probably going to win it. And then is two weeks the Cowboys game or three? They've got the 49ers coming up. They got the Cowboys coming up. Cowboys are playing really good football right now. <clears throat> you, this um. Man, were the Lions disappointing on Thursday. Yeah, that was, yeah. That, Holy crap. Their defense is not great, and Jordan Love took advantage. Jared Goff was Jordan bad. Jordan Love is beating you like that? Yeah. Uh, the, that defense hasn't been good for a couple years now. And Aaron Glenn, a guy people mm. know here, if the, if that defense becomes an issue where they'll, they'll make the playoffs most likely, but if it's an issue why they don't win a playoff game, there's gonna Aaron Glenn's going to catch it because – that offense is pretty good. Now Jared Goff will have his moments, but I think there's clearly one side of the ball letting that team down. It's the office. It's the def- defensive side right now. Yeah. Uh, so they got we got another break, but they got the the Eagles have Four Niners hosting them. They got, go to the Cowboys. They they go to Seahawks, a team who will be desperate, and then after that, it's the Giants, the Cardinals, and the Giants again. So they're they're this is going to determine where they get home field. I mean, it, it would have been big for the Four Niners if the Bills could have pulled that off. They could have lost. They would have lost the Bills. The Four Niners could have gone and beat the Eagles, and all of a sudden they control their fate for home field. But the Eagles still have a little bit of a cushion. All right, breaking it here. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. If you guys want to get in here, you're more than welcome to do that. I'm talking about my peeps over at nine seven five dip dot com. Nine seven five dip dot com is where you get your dip on. It's where you do it safely. Okay. You're out there, you like to dip, you like to put that between your cheek and gum, you've been doing it for years, you've got an addiction to it, actually. Well, it's nicotine, it's tobacco, it's going to be addictive, okay? And you've got to wean yourself from that, because it's dangerous. And so, and here, and it's gross, by the way, too. <clears throat> All the spitting and everything else. It, when you do the Artisan Grange, the Canstetter, the Dublin, it's hemp in a pouch made of hemp. So you're not spitting it out. You want to swallow it so that you get the CBD. There's CBD in it. So much so and so good that CBD American Shaman stores said, hey, we want to carry the Canstead and the Dublin. And you can go to one of their, their locations and pick it up. Um, 
but you also you can you also can order it online. But here's the deal: is it's not addictive. There's no nicotine. There's no tobacco. It's not dangerous. It's actually helpful. It is. It is what you want, my friends. If you've been dipping for a while, you need to get off of it, and you need this substitute. It's perfect for it because you still get the sensation and you still get the, the all the flavors that you want. Just go to nine seven five dip dot com nine seven five dip dot com. Order you some. I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna. It could save your life. Nine seven five dip dot com. ESPN 975.com. Iocane powder. Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance and the same five guys who always call. Oh, yay. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Someone 378-0377-6. Lance uh, traveling today after being with his best bud, um, Chris Ballard, all weekend and going to the game. What a traitor. What a traitor he is. I mean, it's something he should have pointed out long ago. We know his connection with that, quote, staff. And now... Game now he got he got away with it because games didn't matter with the Texans because the Texans stunk and the Colts weren't very good so who cares if you have some relationship with the Colts but now the game's gonna matter and he's up there spending spending Thanksgiving with Chris Ballard mm. and and not these are the gonna be the those are gonna be the biggest games of the year yeah house and, divided yeah the, the Zerline house how is it how who's he rooting for well we know he's. We know who he's rooting for. He's rooting for his buddy. God, he can. He'll pretend like he's talking about. That is, he's he's going to pretend like he's rooting for the Texans, but in his heart of hearts, he's going to be root. He roots for relationships, and the better relationship is for the Colts to be to win, so he can talk to his buddy. You know, you know how he is. He's a terrible person. Hmm. Hmm. Seven three seven eight zero three seven seven six is the number if you want to get in here. We uh, talked a little bit about the other NFL. You. You just love that, Bills. You were screaming in your house. I told you I'm a certified hater. I've not celebrated a Dolphins win that much. Mostly it's all about <laughs> re- relief and anxiety, all the anxiety leaving because for I don't have to be miserable for an hour because they lose. I was screaming, six and six, six and six. <laughs> You're done, Buffalo. I was so excited when Jalen Hurts ran it in. My team didn't play they won on Friday. All I had to do was sit and hate watch teams, and Buffalo was at the top of the list. And watching that team and that fan base get to 6-6 six and six in a year where it was Super Bowl a bust, perfect. Now they got to fight for a playoff spot. What did you think of the, the Hail Mary on Friday? Well, it, well, it was awesome. I mean, I was pretty de- – <laughs> like, the second two of pick I didn't care that much about because he was forcing it trying to get in the – in a better and better spot to maybe throw a helmet. I didn't care about that. The first one was terrible. Eccles for it. Eccles now has two pick sixes on Tua. That anonymous cornerback that no one's never ever heard of now has two. So coming up, coming off the two straight picks, I was like, oh, okay, this game's going to be tougher than I thought, even though Boyle's terrible. And then when I saw the play, I was like, perfect. It's the Jets. It's, that's just very Jets-like. They have all the momentum. Their defense, of course, made a couple plays, and then Tim Boyle throws that ball up there. And as they said, all the skill was back in the end zone. There was no one who could tackle him yeah. except maybe Brees Hall, and then Christian Wilkins took him out. That was like the kick six. They didn't even yeah, really there was feel no like one could tackle him. 
uh, Tim Boyle wasn't going to make the play. He's on, he's probably less athletic than that Alabama kicker. And then yeah, and then um then Brees Hall got taken out by a defensive tackle. So uh, easy sailing for Javon Holland. Of course, this sound will play tomorrow because tomorrow we'll do um we'll do ship talk, uh, ship talk. Javon Holland uh, said after the game that he talked about the the MetLife Field because the Dolphins lost Jalen Phillips, uh, a torn Achilles. He's out for the year. One of their premier pass rushers, young one of the best pass rushers in the game, young pass rushers. He's out. He got hurt late in the game. So we'll play that. And he is one of like nine guys of the last three seasons who's had a a debilitated season ending injury on that field. We know about Bosa had it early a couple years ago. Um, we know about Aaron Rodgers. So that's a field that's taken, taken maybe not careers, but taken knees and taken Achilles. And it's about nine guys wow. over the last couple of seasons that have been hit with that. So some people think maybe that's the last straw. Maybe they'll actually do something they about won't that do field, about but it. they won't. Because well, no, they did something about the Texans field. They did. So then maybe they will. The legal step in and say, you know what, this is this is actually the Texans got sued. I remember the punter that was running down the field and tore both knees up, both knees on one play. And the Texans, he got, and they got sued, and they had to do something about it. So, so. This, this is the list. Since 2020, here is a partial list of notable injuries suffered on the MetLife Stadium turf. Nick Bosa ACL tear. Solomon Thomas ACL tear. I think both those happened the same game for the 49ers on Solomon Thomas. Solomon Thomas, who is now a Jet, who now plays at that field. I think he got hurt with the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo, that's an ankle sprain. Raheem Mostert who's now in the Dolphins, tore his MCL when he was with the 49ers. Sterling Shepard, Achilles. Sterling Shepard, ACL. Wondell Robinson, ACL. Blake Martinez, Achilles. Shane Lemieux, Patellar tendon. Jabril Peppers, ACL. Kyle Fuller, ACL. Aaron Rodgers, Achilles. Al Woods, Achilles. And now Jalen Phillips, Achilles. So that is double-digit guys who have either torn up their knee or their Achilles playing at MetLife. And yet, hey, it's cheaper to run out that field than pay for grass. So we'll keep running it out there. Um, unbelievable. Uh, no, they got to do something about that. There, there is no question. Uh, 713-780-3776, a number if you want to get in here to hang out with us on the show. Still ahead, um, News of the Weird coming your way. Not next segment, but the one right after. Right now, though, I'm talking about Mark Klein and Klein's Jewelry. I'm talking about Marky Mark and the best deals that you're going to get. We are officially into the Christmas season now, right? I mean, it's past Thanksgiving, so now you got to start thinking about it. I have got an anniversary coming up, okay? I have got Mark Klein on my side. I had my wife's birthday, and my wife could not have been happier with the earrings that I got her, which were, I, they're, they're not mined diamonds. They're lab-grown diamonds. And you know what? They're perfect. You know what? The weight, color, clarity, all of it is the same. It, they're diamonds. They're diamonds, but they are a fraction of the cost of what you would spend. And if you're looking for some diamonds for her this holiday, you want to make it special, how about that engagement ring this holiday season? Well, you got it at Klein's Jewelry. And you get the lab-grown as opposed to the mined diamonds because you'll spend 15%, maybe up to 25% of what you would normally spend on a diamond. And yet it's the same. You're looking for the best way to get into diamonds this holiday season. There's one place to go. Well, there's two places to go. He's got West. For, uh, he's got one uh, on Fountain View and Westheimer, and the other at Woodway and Augusta. He's got two stores now, and they're not far from each other. But here's the deal. 
You can do it all online at kleinsjewelry.com, or you can give him a call, 281-316-1388, and you can text him and tell him exactly what you want or send him a picture of what you want, and he'll make it. It's happening every day at kleinsjewelry.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Planted Unicorn, hey. Give it up for feathers. Ooh, Cadillac and Tom Cruise. Now back to two guys who would by now be recognized as common law married in at least eight states. John and Lance from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You like the Elko hire? I think it's fine. I just think the reaction is funny considering how negative people were, by people, I mean Aggies, about hiring Mark Stoops. Now, I know Mike Elko was there. I know he went to Duke and had a really good first year, particularly for Duke, 9-4, and four, went 7-5 this year, has some quarterback injuries. But he's only a couple years removed from being on Jimbo's staff. Now, I'll ask this. Sure, he got the experience to, go, to coach at Duke. But really, you like him because he, he was there and you liked his defenses. So if, my, if Mike Elko remained on Jimbo's staff and Jimbo got fired and they hired Mike Elko, would you be thrilled to have a guy off a failed staff? No, but it's better when you have you already have proven yourself as a head coach, though. So but, I, don't, I don't know that's a fair sure, question. Sure, but it's at Duke and there are would, different you, things at, than coaching but, at SC, in the SEC and at but, A&M. But you've run your own place now. You've run your own place, so it makes you different. But Mark Stoops won at Kentucky, and by by one, it's relative. But no one wins at Kentucky. That's the point. He goes seven five. People say that's one of the best jobs in the country because if you win seven games, they'll love you forever. Um, But why such? Why be so upset? I know Mike Stoops has been there for a long while, and he's and they had one ten ten win season. That's it. But winning at Kentucky is hard. Why? Why? Be so thrilled about Mark Elko <laughs> and so disillusioned about Stoops. One was seven and five in the SEC, and yeah. one was in seven and five in the SEC. SEC, yeah, that's a big difference. Yes, and seven and five consistently, and that might be the problem. Now, he never exceeds that, but he's not supposed to there. Now Elko was good though. Here, one close. Um, so. Jimbo, apparently, it wasn't all that much fun to be playing for Jimbo. That's not a surprise. Uh, and Elko had plenty of autonomy from Sam Kahn Jr.'s uh, The Athletic Report. Elko had plenty of autonomy during his first stint at A&M because Fisher primarily spent time with the offense. He took advantage of the head coach's absence in a good way. It was like two different operations going on at the same time, the athletic department staffer said. The defensive staff got along, did a good job with the players. It was a good environment. If you were to go to to practice, the defensive side of the field felt and sounded completely different from the offensive side of the field. I could certainly see where Jimbo would be wearing and wearing and wearing on you. If Mike Elko is a player's coach, and listen, this was kind of a big deal because you want to be, uh, you want to be there before the transfer portal opens. Um, already a couple of Aggies have taken him, including Max Johnson. He won't be back. He's, he's, he's in the transfer uh, portal. He wants out. Of course, he's got now. That, that kid played. Henderson played pretty well the other day. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see whoever they hire as their OC. Whoever Elko hires as their OC, will will he just say, Connor Wegman, this is your job, or will there actually be an open competition? So it'll be interesting to see how yeah. that plays out going forward. I Elko did a nice job at Duke. The only other person to ever do anything similar in like modern history, 
is uh, Cutcliffe. I think maybe Spurrier, yeah, yeah, he was, Spurrier yeah. may, maybe had a, a winning season there when he first long ago. But it's a tough job, and it's you get out at the right time. They they use transfers to, to boast the roster, and he did a good job. But the shelf life at Duke ain't long as far as winning, and then your your star starts, starts to fade if you start stacking seven wins and six win seasons on top of each other. So it was right the right time for him, and I'm sure he'll be fine. But do I think Mike Elko is the one to elevate AM beyond what they've been? Not really. Mostly because... This is all I've seen of AM my entire life. It's there may be a, a season here or a season there, but they're consistently in that eight to seven win range. And I know you're not going to like hearing you're an eight win job because you have all the money and all the facilities. But until someone proves otherwise, that's an eight win program until proven otherwise. I'm not saying you don't have the capabilities of being more because you certainly do, but all the factors that go into it, whether it be the hiring of a coach, Hiring the wrong guy, the AD hiring the wrong guy, whatever it is, it always turns out the same. Yeah. Six times in the last 25 years, they've had more than eight wins. Six times. That's not. Not what they think they no, should be. They, well, it don't. And don't. By the way, Renew Couture did that. Don't. We're yeah, not. You, you win eight games here, you get fired. Don't. Don't. Stop saying that. Yeah, I don't Ross know. Ross Bjork, don't say that. Yeah, it's. Don't say it. Particularly. Look, Houston it was striving. Now Houston has had teams like now you had Kevin Sumlin and, and um and Tom Herman have won double digit games. That has happened. I I get it. So you think we can return to that? But don't put a, a late, don't put a, a ceiling or floor on your wins. Let the coach build there. And Ross Bjork, the history says you are that the guy you hired the last time because you believed you weren't that. Did not do that except for once. I mean, did that except for one time in a COVID year, which you can toss out as being weird and all those other things. So you're not an eight-win program, but you hired an eight-win coach. By the way, he had all the pedigree you could want. A national champion, developer of college quarterbacks, at least. I mean, whatever they do in the NFL is a different story. But he developed college quarterbacks. And even then, you couldn't get beyond a, a certain standard that you didn't like. So just hire the coach you like and let him let it play out. Because anyone's going to – you're just setting yourself up for laughs. I think someone someone tweeted us, or I don't know, maybe just in general. I saw it on my For You page that, well, Renee Couture did say they would win some games because I think she said, we're here to win some games. Well, Dana did too. He said, let's go win some games. And maybe that was his quote, yeah. and, they, and they pushed it, threw it back at him. Well, he, they did win they some. Won, they won some games. They won some games. Did you see this little – this little fan, Jalen, uh, yeah. Philadelphia fan, yeah, give go ball. up to a Bills fan and chat. Hey, or shake hands. Hey, good, good luck today. Good luck to, and then give him the finger. Well, they're the two worst fan bases in, in the NFL. They deserve each other. That game was a, that game was a, an intersection of the worst people in in the NFL coming together. And we saw Jordan Phillips get involved with a, a Philly fan, and it wasn't even after the game. It was in the middle of the game, probably at a point where the Bills are leading because they're leading mostly. He just went up to a fan near their uh, sideline and just shoved them like the, the guy standing up gesticulating yelling at him and J- Jordan Phillips just went up and shoved him he's gonna get fined for that um uh, uh yeah he's gonna probably might get suspended maybe for, for shoving a fan you I'm can't not shove a fan yeah I'm not sure how the NFL is gonna handle it but yeah the guy was in the stands and he just shoved him could people stop sending me Tommy DeVito's family well you're Italian I think they well I know that but Every time somebody's doing this, I get a bunch of tweets. Well, you like to 
kind of hey. focus on being Italian. No, so, just, of, of course, they're going to send you stuff. Come on, guys. I mean, Stop Tommy it. DeVito, another win. Just keeps winning football games. Tommy DeVito, undrafted. Record 2-1. and one. Bryce Young, number one pick. 1-9. and nine. Mm-hmm. Tommy DeVito, seven, pa- t- seven TDs, three interceptions. Bryce Young, 9-8. and eight. Well, that's why Frank Wright got fired. <laughs> Passer rating. DeVito, 92-4. Bryce Young, 74-9. Completion percentage. Uh, Tommy DeVito, 62-9. Bryce Young, 61-7. Yards per attempt, 6.6, 5.4. In every way, shape, or form, I'm Tommy gonna, DeVito is better than Bryce Young. In the Young. NFL, I'm going to call it the, the DeVito line. If your quarterback can't perform above the, the DeVito, DeVito line, line, then you get fired. That's and it. that's why Frank Reich is fired, because there's a quarterback named Tommy DeVito who's outplaying your number one overall pick. And you don't have your own pick. It's, it's crazy. Crazy. So what Mandel- are the Bears going to do? Okay, so... We got. The, we still got to, uh, the line. How about we got the Colts in the at the Colts the last game of the season again? Well, I told you. How about that? It's going to be same thing. Got to go in there and beat them to make the playoffs. Is that what we're talking about? Well, it's a little different. Well, you went there and beat them and got your franchise quarterback, and now, now you go in there beat them and make the playoffs. Hopefully, hopefully, I hope it's a game. Like I hope that game means a whole hell of a lot. And mm-hmm. Those two teams are in it, and we'll see who comes out on top. This was ruled pass interference, which was crazy. It's the Houston. Um, I keep forgetting his last Carson? name. Carson? Carson. Uh, interference, which was not an interference. May I mention that the Texans had the most placed bets to win this week? So you think the bookies got involved? Well, I think the league might have gotten involved. So if you don't know, Warren Sharp had the stat that he put it out there before the game, and obviously it came to fruition if you watched it. The Texans were called for the most or second most defensive pass interference penalties going into the game. The Jags were the best at creating pass interference calls. and So they got the most in their favor. Most in their favor, correct, for an, as an offense. And the officiating crew, three out of the last five years, they're like top five or so in, as far as defensive pass interference is called. <laughs> so all of those things came together to be a disaster for Houston and, and some blatant bad calls on both sides. The Texans got the worst of it. But the Jags got the first, I think. I think the Jags got the first one, and then it all went the other way. Oh, Brad Peacock was it? Brad Peacock. Ho- was it? Altu- Charles Altuve. So, so if you don't know, John was obsessed with a, a middling Astros pitcher, and he loved himself some Brad Peacock. Brad Peacock. He was great. Brad Peacock. Oh, who didn't love Brad Peacock? Well, though? you loved him more Everybody than most. Is. Everybody loved Brad Peacock. No, no question about it. Um. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Oh no! We know we got, we got news of the weird. News of the weird. News of the weird coming your way next, right here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. Right now, I'm talking about my bookie. It is the place to go bet, win, and get paid. You still got NBA games. Well, tomorrow night the Rockets are taking on the Mavs in a game that will decide whether or not they're going to be in the in season tournament. Do you want to play that game? Yes, you want to bet on it. You're going to bet on your team. How, if you'd have bet on the Rockets to beat Denver at home, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yes, you would have won big money. And actually, they destroyed them. Don't you don't you know what you don't have to pay, play the Rockets uh, plus the points anymore. What you have to play is money line. You need Rockets money line because the Rockets are going to win basketball games. And where do you bet them? You bet them at my bookie. You bet uh, your your Texans. You bet whatever it is that you want to bet. You want to bet soccer. You want to bet on the Dynamo. You want to bet on uh, a European soccer. Whatever it is that you want to bet on. Premier League. Whatever. You got it all 
at mybookie.ag, promo code BET975. The, it is fantastic, easy to navigate. You get a bonus for just signing up. It's it's It can't be any better. If you're looking for the best way to win and get paid, and get and win, play, and get paid, you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere. Go to mybookie.ag, put in pro, promo code BET975. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. We control the spice. The spice extends life. The spice expands consciousness. Isn't it weird? (laughs) This is so weird. Time now for News of the Weird on the Bench. Boy, what the hell's wrong with you? Here's John Granato and Lance Zerline. Hi, welcome back here. All right, we got some problems here. The... Okay, apparently there's a lot of woke going on, Dell, in the world. I love woke. What's what's you're, wrong? You're, well, what about the Macy's Day Parade? Appar- I didn't watch. Apparently, what? But I heard I heard people were a little upset. There apparently white men are being sidelined. Really? Do you want to be on the sidelines as a white man? Or do you? No, I'm not a white <laughs> man. So you should be asking Brian. Brian. Okay, do you feel like you're on the sidelines at the Macy's Day Parade right now? I hate parades in general. I'm, I'm happy to be on the sidelines. How are John's headphones fell out of his ear? Uh, he, Brian said he hates he hates parades. He'd be fine being sidelined. So you don't want to be in the parade? Why? No, were, how, I'm not a big parade guy either. Same here. Why are they being sidelined? Because all the opportunities for white males have disappeared. To do what? Hold the floats? Woke. To hold floats? Is that what they're having an issue with? To, well, actually, to be on the staff or anything to do with the parade now. So, white. Macy's is really is, woke. Isn't that a volunteer job? And there's 41,000 signatures now to boycott the event. Can I ask you something? Is Jim Mercer among those? Are you on there? No, Jim Mercer. I'm asking you Jim Mercer because obviously he's been... He's uh, a billionaire. He's been president. He's been impressed. He yeah, white billionaire. Yeah. yeah. So, I agree with him probably. So these people are complaining. These people are complaining. Well, other than all the drugs he was carrying and stuff. I mean, that... But don't most white guys get away with that? He's he's the one who can't get away with that? No. So you're telling me that a vol- that's a volunteer job, right? You don't get paid to be in the Mercy State Parade? They got an issue with this? Yeah, um, well, I, tell... You don't even know about being sidelined, okay? So don't go into the hearts of white men and try to figure you out. You want to have this conversation? Okay? Do you All right. Think you want to have this conversation about being you, you, pushed aside? You can't know because how of race. rough it is, how tough it is to be a white male in this You're society. You're right. I don't know what it's like to be a white male in this society. You're right. That's true. Walk a mile in our shoes, though. Um, Your topsiders? Right-wingers are now demanding Fruit Loops boycott. Because they're too woke. <laughs> well, how is Toucan Sam too woke? What is he doing? All the rainbows. That, that's always been the case. Well, I'm sorry. How is that an issue? That, I'm sorry. There have been that's the rainbow Kellogg's colors. wants to indoctrinate your children. What what <laughs> website are you on? Because those stories have come from the same site. Being woke, baby. Pink news. Oh, well, pink okay. news. There, there you it go. is. There you have it. I don't even know. I what, don't know what that means. I don't but know what pink it news sounds like. Needs. Something that would provide these stories to but you. It just doesn't seem like. I don't know if I want any pink news. Are you sure this is just this isn't just some spoof site? A Florida man is hurled is hurled Oreos at his wife during an argument over an empty coffee maker. Do you feel like you should be able to accost anyone with Oreos? I don't like Oreos, so if I was going to choose, you a, choose a, you don't I, like Oreos? I don't like the cookie part of it. I think I don't like it. Um, sorry. You got a problem? You got a problem with this. You never dunked Oreos when you were a kid? I don't like the cookie. What are you you talking about? I do not like the cookie. Yes, I think the cook. I think the cookie part of the Oreo is atrocious. That's terrible. It's terrible. Go find yourself a better tasting cookie. 
I don't like Oreos. Mm. Beat it, Oreos. Uh, <laughs> that chalky nonsense. Why do, how, do, how do people eat that stuff? Apparently, a female in Florida was not only was it arrested by cops, SWAT team members were searching her backpack where they discovered methamphetamine and other narcotics. Mm-hmm. Ariella Messina had one request of law enforcement. What do you think it was? Could she keep the drugs? No. I'm done making guesses. Don't take my Bilbo. I mean, it's, you can't confiscate that. That's not illegal, and that's a property. She's got what? a point. She does kind of do have a point. Do you think but they, if that's the thing you're most interested well, in. Well, you know she can't get the drugs back. Do you think they wrap that up in evidence? Like, you know how when someone goes to jail, they get all their personal belongings and they put it in a bag. And when you come out, they have it waiting for you. Is that is that going to be waiting for her when she comes back? Well, don't, well, wait a minute. Don't a lot of drug smugglers, they smuggle stuff in stuff. Don't you have to take that? that thing apart and see whether or not it's filled with methamphetamine. I mean, if, if you're already arresting this woman, if you're going to op- rip apart her bilbo, then I feel like you're just taking liberties. Yeah, well... She should have. She should be able to have that as part of her belongings when she leaves. She, she, and if and that's look, your job at the police department, let's find another job. If you have to rip apart the bilbos to find drugs. <laughs> that's yeah. a bad job. Look at her, though. She's a cute she girl. Like, hey, let's I, keep that. I don't... Let's keep what? You've... Because she's attractive, you think the officers want to keep it? I don't know. You don't know. For what? what you do you, don't know. Hold on. What do you think they're going to do with it? I don't have any what do you, idea no, what uh, they're going to do with it. All right. I then. don't have any so look idea, at, look, Del. Look at you avoiding that. Uh, but, Kevin Joseph brings up a point. Mm-hmm. I guess Skittles is next It's next since they've been telling us to taste the rainbow. Well, are see, they trying to indoctrinate us too? They Skittles? Are trying to, they're, trying to, they're trying to take over our kids, mm-hmm. our kids' minds. Uh, a man developed a rare blood clot in his. I already know where it is. Yeah, go on. In his, in his manhood. Okay. From running, I will never run again. That's it. <laughs> it was strictly from running. So he was racing, and he was racing to the finish line, and a potentially deadly health complication. He's a 44 year old from Slovakia. Well, he's a competitive runner. You, they're. He, you don't have to do what he's Judge. doing. Stay on the treadmill. If it turned out to be a potentially fatal blood clot, oh my goodness! What if I? You t- know what? I'll never do again. Run. Okay, let me give you a different. I'm walking. Let me out give of here you a different setup. I usually run out of here. Uh, I know what you're saying. What if you're twenty? If you're twenty-five years old, and your doctors tell you having sex will give you a potentially deadly blood clot down there, are you still having sex? <sighs> Potentially deadly blood clot, John. A potentially deadly blood from clot. Having well, why? It's not sex, worth living anymore. From having, <laughs> Running's different. <laughs> from, I know. Running that's, is that's different. That's why I gave you a different that's scenario. Right. That's a much different scenario. So what's the answer? The answer is... Are you try, Are you test, trying it? Are you taking the chance? No, I'm making my last will and testament. <laughs> so, you're, so you are going to do it. I am going to do it, but not for running. I know. Running is... That's an easy one to toss yeah, aside. That's easy. That's why I gave you a more difficult yeah, one. You, yeah, that does not. There's there's zero chance I'll ever run again now. That's it. I don't care where. I don't care where we have to go. I am not running there. California man was busted for making a homemade license plate using Sharpie and duct tape. Now, is that illegal? It, it, apparently. Look at the, dude. It's not even straight. Get a ruler. <laughs> what do you do? It's, it's like, when, like when kids write and... And they kind of drift off to the right because yeah. they keep because that's the how they practice. Is tilted. You gotta get a ruler or something. Come on, dude. 
I mean, a level. I would. Do I something. could see that in Florida, in California. That's something of. That's something a eight year old would draw. Really, the Look worst. How, it's awesome. Though. You're terrible. Nice try. Yeah. All right, we're done. We got a, a big, big day today here talking about the Texans and all the other stuff that went on. Thank this Glenn Davis weekend. for joining us as well. Yeah, Glenn Davis was here. Dynamo in the Western Conference Finals on Saturday. And it's at 8.30, and you can hear it right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. And a reminder, December 13th is our golf tournament out at Wildcat Golf Club, and it is going to be awesome. All right, we're going to have uh, all kinds of food and drink and everything for you. It's going to be great. We want you to join us. So go to ESPN975.com and sign up, and let's go. We need you out there. We want you to play. And uh, Kids Care, I believe, is the is the charity that we are going to be helping out. So you'll be helping that out as well. You can write it all off. You can write it all off because you're helping out a charity at ESPN975.com. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow, everybody. ESPN975.com. We keep getting away with it. I want some more. Keep it on fall.